Welcome to Follow Your Curiosity, where we explore the inner workings of the creative process. I'm your host, Nancy Norbeck. Hey there. I am back with another creative pep talk, and I want to expand this time on something that I talked about a little bit on TikTok not long ago, which is the idea of how hard is it? More specifically, how hard are you telling yourself it is? And the reason that I want to talk about this is because it's so easy to get focused on the idea that the thing that we want to try is super hard and to just repeat that to ourselves over and over again until we believe it and we decide that it's too hard. So, you know, there's not there's not a huge long space between it's hard and it's too hard, especially if you've got any tendency toward perfectionism or self-sabotage or any of the other things that can get in your way, procrastination even. The reason that this particular topic is important to me is that it's something that I learned without realizing I had learned it. When I was an undergrad, I sang with the Rook Chapel Choir at Bucknell University, which is one of the best college choirs in the country. And we did some unfathomably difficult music in the four years that I was there. It was a lot of 20th century music. It was a lot of stuff that had unusual harmonies. It was not, you know, Bach and Mozart. We we did the Stravinsky Symphony of Psalms. We did Aaron Copland's In the Beginning, which if you're not a choral musician, you've probably never even heard of. But if you are, you know they are really, really challenging pieces of music. And when when our director, Bill Payne, first handed us the Copland, he told us that he had been talking to a friend of his who was also a choral conductor. And he mentioned that we were going to do the Copland because we had been selected to sing at the American Choral Directors Association convention in Boston that year. And as soon as he told his friend what we were singing, his friend said, oh, God. <laughs> And we all laughed because we were used to doing hard things. But the thing is, he never told us we were doing hard things. He never, ever in a million years would have said to us what I heard when I graduated and had to go back to my local choir and, you know, was sitting in a rehearsal one night and heard the director say, which was, now this is a really hard piece. We might not be able to do it. And that was when I realized that I had learned this lesson, that it's how you present something is so important and makes such a big difference to everybody's perception of whether or not it's possible, including your own. When I interviewed Bill Payne two years ago for this podcast, we talked about that. It was the first time I had ever talked to him about it, but he you know, came right out and acknowledged, absolutely, there was a reason he never said that to us, even when what he gave us was ridiculously hard. And it was because he knew we could do it. And he knew that we had to believe that we could do it and that we would never believe it if he told us that it was hard because it would completely alter our perception of what we were doing. So this is my question to you. What are you telling yourself about what you're doing? You notice I've got a theme going on here, because a little while back we talked about like how you give feedback and how the way that you give feedback to others is probably pretty similar to the way you give feedback to yourself. And so you, you want to be nice to yourself, not lie to yourself, but you want to 
be constructive in what you notice and you want to give it in a way that you can hear. And this is the same kind of thing. You want to look at something and say, well, this will be a challenge. I'm up for this. I want to tackle this. I want to see if I can do it. Which if may get a little bit close to the idea that you might not be able to, but you're not sitting there and saying, oh, I don't know. This is really hard. I don't know if I can do this. There's a very different vibe there. And that vibe opens you up to greater possibilities and challenges that you might otherwise think you're not up for. You're up for a challenge. I mean, I don't advise, you know, learning to walk on Monday and trying to run your first marathon on Friday. But that doesn't mean that you can't take small steps toward that marathon every single day until you get there. It's the same thing with any other kind of project. So ask yourself, how am I talking to myself about what I'm doing? See where you might be telling yourself that it's hard before you have any evidence that says that it might be hard for you. See where maybe you want to switch and say, oh, this looks like fun. Or this is a challenge, but I'm worthy of it. I'm ready to try it. And, you know, you can even think, hey, I might follow my face, but at least I'll have tried. There's so much more power there than there is in prejudging your ability and keeping yourself in the small box that says, I can't do this because it's too hard. So my challenge to you for this week is to go out and find something that you might otherwise not try. and Give yourself a chance to explore it. See what happens. Even if you do fall on your face, you'll learn something from it. And there's always value in that. So that's it for this week. Give it a whirl. Let me know how it goes for you. I want to hear from you. And I will see you next time. You can find show notes, the six creative beliefs that are screwing you up, and more at fycuriosity.com. I'd also love for you to join the conversation on Instagram. You'll find me at fycuriosity. Follow Your Curiosity is produced by me, Nancy Norbeck, with music by Joseph McDade. If you like Follow Your Curiosity, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tell your friends. It really helps me reach new listeners. See you next time.